Hey, I'm Abigail Hampton, and this is SU Weekly, a show about navigating your way through college life. This week, we have Associate Director of Academic Services with us, Donya Bell, with some great information about Sullivan's Academic Services Department. Donya, welcome, and thank you for joining me today. Hello, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. So uh, today, it looks like we're going to be talking about academic services, um, who academic services is, what it is that they do, and how do they benefit students. Um, why don't you just go ahead and uh, tell us what it is that you do in academic services? All right. Well, uh, I am the Associate Director of Academic Services, and in our department, there's a few things that we do is uh, provide customer service for our students, our faculty, and our staff. And then I assist the uh, senior director of academic services in hiring and training and supervising the academic service staff. And so we support online and the residential students. And um, we all liaison between students and instructors so when when this necessary to resolve any kind of um, issues regarding engagement or uh, yeah, pretty much engagement, being active in the class, um, we audit um, excuse me we audit and adjust academic degree progress audits, and we also support uh, the advising of students by through the respective planners, transcript evaluations, and scheduling. Awesome. So um, what are some things that students should know about academic services? Well, one thing about academic services is that we assist students by mapping out their degree quarter by quarter and until the student is through, finished, ready to graduate. So from beginning to end. So we're with you the whole time. We assist with changing schedules. Uh, not, not liking the class you have or the times uh, we work with that in any kind of major change. So sometimes students come and within the quarter, they already know oh, that's not what I want and they want to do something else. And as I said earlier, we also act as a liaison between the student and the instructor. So one of the things you mentioned is that you advise students in terms of their transcripts, uh, planners and scheduling. Can you tell us a little bit more about that process and what it would look like from a student's perspective? Okay, well, I'm kind of start from the beginning. So as you're a first quarter student, so when you meet with someone in admissions, they're sending, they're supposed to ask you for your transcript. If you attended other colleges, we look at those transcripts and we uh, put together a planner for you. And that planner is everything that's required in your program. We'll look at the transcripts, see what courses that can be transferred in that will fit in that planner to, and then whatever's left then that's what we use to schedule you by. So whatever, you know, we'll, whatever's due the first quarter, we'll get you registered for those courses if you need them. Because so, sometimes the, some people transfer their first quarter classes in and we'll go from there. Uh, as a continuing student, uh, the planners are the planners already set because you were came through that, that first quarter. So we just use that as an advising tool to get you through each quarter. I hope that helps. Yes. Mm -hmm. So as a first quarter student, those are the steps that they would need to take if they want to start taking classes here at Sullivan University. Um, yes. So what would uh, the process be for a returning student, somebody who is not new to Sullivan? Someone's not new. Um, we're just going to go through because um, 
we've already started out the first quarter. We're going through, we're looking at this. We're going to send you a, your advisor rather is going to send you a proposed schedule. What they suggest that you take for that quarter, because we're looking and planning out and we have, we work with the deans and directors to know what classes are going to be offered um, during a certain time each quarter. So each term, maybe accounting one is only going to be offered winter and and uh, fall quarter. So we look at that and we plan your schedule out according to that. Um, so we want you to read your emails to look to see it. But then you can also choose something else. But it's we would, would like for you to choose what we have suggested because we're trying to make sure that you stay on track to uh, for graduation to be an on-time graduate, to complete on time. Yes. Um, so basically what you're saying is um, it's really good that you each student takes the time to meet with their academic advisor and go over what the next steps would be for the upcoming quarter. Because like you said, there are classes that are only offered during certain times of the year. And if you miss that class, what then happens to the student? Oh, that's one we don't like. A lot of times a student may have to sit out a quarter mm. or two because the course is not going to be offered again. Um, or we'll have to work with the department chair or dean to see, mainly with the deans, to see what can we do? Is there a possibility that we can get this class on for the student? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's yes and sometimes it's no. Okay. So we would try, we would like for the student to stay on track and that way we don't have to worry right. about that because we'd hate for the student have to sit right. out. Right. So it's situational and then um, that would end up causing the result of they would probably um, be behind in their graduation and uh, their degree audit. So it would, it would drag the process out longer. Yes, it does. It drags it out, uh, changes your grad day, mm -hmm. you know, so some people plan, they plan to be done and have already invited people and then every, all of a sudden everything changes. Right. Exactly. Um, one of the things you also mentioned is that, uh, your, the academic advisor, that's who they would be speaking with. Um, I know that student services specifically, we get a lot of questions uh, from the students um, and they're not really certain who to go to. So we, we try to help um, guide them to where they need to be. And one of the very uh, frequent questions that we get is, where do I find out who my academic advisor is? So can you just tell us, you know, where exactly a student would go to find information such as that? Okay. If they go to the student portal and click on the my academics tab to the left, and at the top of that page, you should see uh, something about your advisors. Now, normally, I think what it has up there is they'll start listing the financial planning advisors first and then their academic advisor. Okay. So it's all located there. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, there's also a lot of other information that's located on the student portal as well. So that's like a really good hub of, uh, of information that is pertinent and is individualized and to each student. So uh, most definitely you said earlier that uh, it's really good to register early. When is the best time to register for your classes and why? The best time to register for classes is starting week four. We open up registration. And the reason this is the best time is because um, you have first dibs on every single class that's mm -hmm. out there. And 
So you want to make sure you get in it first. So that way, if the class fails, you're in it because the longer you wait, you're taking a chance. And also, we want you to do it early because at a certain point, usually around week nine, they are canceling classes because they don't have enough students registered in them. So the, there's a couple of ways things we do. But then as if you do register early, we would like for you to make sure you read your emails first because your academic advisor is sending you a proposed um, schedule, mm-hmm. what courses they think you should register for. And um, so that gives you the opportunity to register for the courses, but make sure that your account is not on hold before you do so. And, you know, you can also see that if you're in the student portal, it'll show that if you're on hold. So look at those because they make a difference. If you're on hold, you cannot register. Okay. So um, make sure you do that. So once you've chosen it, you'll go in there and you'll register for your classes on the portal. Uh, according to your program, and um, then an advisor will go behind you just to check to make sure that everything you chose is correct. It is on your um, degree audit in your program, and that is keeping you on track. Okay. So, and then once that's done, they'll send you a confirmation stating that these that you're good to go. But by week eight, at the end of week eight, if you have not registered and you're not on hold. Now, that academic coordinator is going to courtesy schedule you, and that's kind of um, reserving a spot for you in the course so that way it doesn't get canceled or it doesn't fill up and you don't have a spot. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, You're talking about these different means of uh, communication and all the different notifications you'll get. What is the most common uh, means of communication that academic services will use to contact those students? We are going to use the student email account. Okay. And it's so important that student reads that because that's where we're sending the information to. Um, we're sending the confirmation to. Uh, if there's anything else that we need to reach out to you about, we're sending it to that email. So good thing to do if you don't want multiple emails is to uh, get with IT. Some people have figured it out themselves, but get with IT and have help them have them to help you link your student email account with your personal email account until you graduate and you can undo it then. But this way you're not missing out on information because a mm-hmm. lot of students miss out when they end up on hold with financial planning because they've never looked at, read their email planning on hold. Then you don't know you're on hold until you're trying to do something because you've never looked at your email. And that's when you start to scramble. So that's not a good situation. Um, right. Yes. Yeah, so can you just tell us a few common misconceptions or misunderstandings that students may have about academic services? Oh, wow. Some misconceptions uh, about academic services. Well, one is that sometimes they think academic services does everything. <laughs> Another one is that academic services takes care of the packaging Um, And they also we also take payments, you know, so but we don't do that. We only make the decisions, you know, um, about making sure you're scheduled. Um, But we don't even make the decision on what class is going to be offered every quarter, Mm -hmm. the deans and directors. So with that said, we work closely with the business office. We work and, you know, we work closely with financial planning. We work closely with the deans and directors, you know, so that we can assist each student. 
So we get the schedule from those directors, we put it together, and then we come up with that plan for you. We work with financial planning because if they only package you for three classes, we want to make sure you have those three classes, not more or not less, because more or less can affect your your aid yeah. and how much money you're getting and you know being dispersed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work close with financial with the business office because see now if they put you on hold. We can't schedule you because they need that payment first. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can't do everything, but we will find out and we will direct you where you need to go. Yes. So you all work closely and collaborate with the other departments, but that does not mean that you handle everything about the process in general. You can just simply guide each student. Right. right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So um, you wear many hats here at Sullivan University. A lot of a lot of employees do. And um, I know that you are also a faculty member as well as the Associate Director of Student Services. Um, can you just give us some tips or advice for the students um, based off of those roles that you play? Okay. Um, well, I, I believe I kind of said one already with the emails because I'm, I'm going to tell you, it's so important to read your student emails. Yes. Because as a faculty member, I told my students all the time, read your email because I was sending something out every week. And this way you knew what was going on in the class. Uh, if I needed to contact you, you know, I would send you an email. Now, I did do a form where I get, you gave me a secondary email or phone number, and I used that secondary as an emergency that I need to get a hold of you right away. And I know this person is looking at that secondary, you know, their main email. So I may, I'll send it to both the student and that secondary. But majority of times it is the Sullivan email because that is the one we're supposed to be using. Um, like I said, uh, link them together if you don't want to be looking at two mm-hmm. emails. Um, the next thing I want to say is um, I want to talk about procrastination because I have seen so many students, whether you were in my class or coming to the office to visit us, so many procrastinate. You put things off. Don't put things off. It is so important. Procrastination is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that you're going to have to make an effort not to do. You have to change that habit. So um, because a lot of times you don't know if something's going to change in your own lifestyle that causes you, um, you you think if I put it off, I put it off, I can can do it. I'll have time at this point you know, the last moment to get it done. And then something happens in your life or um, the connection goes down at the school, emails you can't seem to get through, the um, the website doesn't work. You don't know what's going to happen. So don't procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I have had so many to do that. And then you end up missing deadlines. You get zeros for, for that. Um, and then another thing is, and I think, read instructions. Listen. Listen. Mm -hmm. Not just hear, but listen. Take that information in and process it. Listen to what is being said, what is being given to you. And then I want to say communication is the most important. That is the key to unlock many doors. You must communicate because if you don't communicate with us, as academic services with your instructor um, or others, you know, we have to talk. We have to, to, to say what's going on. 
what we're feeling because none of us has ESP. Mm-hmm. None right. of us can remind, you know, we, so we don't know what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. You can look like you're on top of the world, but be struggling so, but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. So you talk to the instructor. I tell my students all the time, talk to me. I don't know what's going on. So by the time you talk to me, tell me, okay, I can, all right, well, you come back and see me, talk to me at this time, or we'll, I'll say whatever we can work out. Okay. Because um, soon, usually when I tell my students that, they'll come to me before that that night is up and they'll say, well, uh, so-and-so, I have already set a vacation or I've already set this to do that. Uh, my company's sending me out and I work with them. So you see, you don't know. You not not every instructor is not willing to do things, but you don't know that if you don't say anything. Right. Then I've had some come that tell me stuff after the fact when it's too late. Mm-hmm. It's already past that deadline. It's already cut, closed up. You know, and now you've missed out on things. So talk to us. Let us know. You know. So you never know when you can get help. Sometimes you think there's nothing that can be done. But when you open your mouth, you'll find out a lot of times something can be done or could have been done. So communicate, communicate, communicate. And if you have any type of learning disability, please let us know. And we can get you with your um, ADA coordinator. And that's your academics. uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, accommodations for the disabled. So they will work with you and make accommodations out, set for you, give it to you, and you can give it to each of your instructors each quarter, and they can work with you in certain areas in certain ways, majority of the time with, with time. So um, just make sure you, you communicate, okay? It is so important. One thing I've always said, communicate, communicate, communicate. All right. Yes. And just to, you know, off the heels of that, um, with the way that we've had to revamp these last quarters due to the pandemic, um, we've lost that face to face interaction with students. So you're not able to see them on a regular basis and then touch base with them that way. And I feel like that that may have been a means where a lot of students would talk to their professors and let them know if they were struggling. You know, if, if you see your professor in the classroom and you're just, you're not getting this assignment or you're, you fell behind because of something personal going on and you see them and then you let them know, this is what I have going on. What can we do? Well, we don't have that at the moment. Yes. Um, and I think everybody's feeling that. So we're trying to bridge the gap as best as we can. And um, yes. the only way to do that is to email, let them know. I mean, and I, I'm a student as well, not just an employee. And I will let you know that um, I had a, a personal situation that happened to me last quarter. This was, you know, just spring quarter. I emailed my professor. Mm-hmm. I let them know what was going on. And this is, you know, this is a situation. This is what's going on. This is the assignment that I'm unable to complete, you know, because this deadline's approaching. And um, they worked with me. My professor worked with me. He was very yeah. understanding. Um, I know everything is situational. Like you said, um, you have to take it on a case by case basis. But unless you give them the opportunity, you never know what the outcome will be. That's true. So, so um, I, I, those are really great tips. And I know it may seem really simple and redundant. But when you use them, you understand how effective they are with your academic journey. So, um, Donya, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to uh, 
come on here and just clarify some things about academic services and what they do for our students here at Sullivan University. Um, I appreciate it. And um, unless you have anything else to say, then we can wrap it up and everybody can get their weekend started. All right. I just want to say thank you for inviting me. And so I really appreciate giving this information out because I know it's some important information for students to have. And I hope you have a good weekend as well. I Thank you. Thank you so much. Everybody have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.